Welcome to the Dating After Divorce podcast. I'm your host, Shade Curry, and I believe every divorced woman deserves a romantic relationship where she feels safe, loved, and cherished. You can create the most amazing life after divorce, and I will teach you how. Hello, ladies. Welcome to episode 39. It's been a minute since I did a solo episode. I really hope you have been enjoying the Remarriage Club series. There are two more interviews coming in that series. Um, They're in the works and you will have them really soon. But in the meantime, I am here to talk to you today about being pursued. This is a phrase that a lot of my clients um, give me when we're dissecting their interactions on a dating app or their dating process with a particular guy or multiple men, whichever the situation is. And there's often that moment where I'm telling them to do something to move their process forward. And they're like, oh, but wait, I want to be pursued. And if I don't, if I uh, don't let him pursue me, then X will happen, Y's happen. So that's going to be the topic of discussion today. I can't wait to dive into it. But before we dive in, I want to let you know that enrollment is open for the November cohort of the Dating After Divorce Academy. If you are on my email list, you will already have been getting all the emails with all of the value I have been telling personal stories, stories from my clients in all of those emails. If you are not on my email list, the link is in the show notes where you can join the email list and read all of the value that I have been putting out there. Enrollment for the month of November will close on Friday the 5th. So if you are listening to this the weekend, the week of uh, November the 5th, 2021, then enrollment is currently open for this month's cohort. Go ahead and just take a look and see what's in there. The emails are fire. Um, And if you have any trouble kind of getting in there on the email list, just go to my website, shadecurry.com, S-A-D-E-C-U-R-R-Y.com. And you can message me or you can book a call and I can walk you through what's going on, what I have going, what I'm offering, give you all of the information so that you can make the best decision for you. All right, let's jump into this concept of being pursued. I have a current client that I'm working with. And one of the things we constantly refer back to is our, I guess you could say the rules that she learned when she was dating. So she, you know, dated when she was a teenager in her twenties, I believe thirties, got married, got divorced, and now she's dating again and I'm working with her. But she said when she was in her twenties, she was schooled in quote unquote, the rules. And there were rules about how you interacted with a man and what you did and didn't do because there were certain things that you could do that would make him not fall in love with you. Or there were certain things you could do to make him run away or things you could do to ruin the relationship, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, when we start to dissect these in our sessions, looking back, she sees how ridiculous a lot of these rules were. 
And that's because I am able to explain to her that you're using these rules to create a relationship. So an example is this one about making sure you don't text a man for three days after he you exchange numbers or whatever. Like there's a certain amount of time that it takes for you to appear like you're not that interested. And if you happen to text him or call him too early, then you're indicating interest and the hunter, again, I have my air quotes up, (laughs) the hunter in him will wilt and die and you will have ruined any possibility of relationship with this man forever. I have a completely different take on the rules. (laughs) And what I teach my clients is that you can't do anything to make a man who is not interested in you, interested in you. And if you do succeed in getting a man who is not interested in you, interested in you, it's not going to work long-term. Now, getting him interested in you is different from getting him to notice you or creating an interaction with him or creating an opportunity for you to interact so that you can get to know each other. That's different from interest. Once a man has had an opportunity to see you for who you are, to interact with you, he pretty much knows whether or not he's interested in you, right? The same way when you've interacted with someone for a while, you pretty much know if you're interested in that person. There is a possibility that two people could interact in the current moment, right? And not have any interest in each other. And then, you know, over a year or two, they go their separate ways, they grow, they change, they transform, they come back together. Oh, they're different people at that point, And maybe there's interest. So I'm not talking about the natural process of people growing and changing and their interests changing and, you know, realizations, etc. I'm talking about in a moment where someone has your number or doesn't have your number, you have his number, and you're thinking about making a move. Now, this is going to be different in different contexts. What I'm not trying to do here is create a new rule for you to use in every context. There's so many different contexts. In that moment, the right thing to do depends on what is happening in that moment. And what my clients are usually struggling with is that they've been given a rule that they should be pursued. However, the definition of being pursued is different from context to context. There are some men that you do not want pursuing you. And if you're only focused on the fact that you want to be pursued, you might get yourself in a situation where you're being quote unquote, successfully pursued by a man who is not emotionally healthy, who is not compatible with you, and who may not actually be interested in you as a person. He might be interested in your money, or he might be interested in your body, or he might be interested in you know what you can do for him. And if you, all you're looking at is whether or not he's pursuing you, it can sort of create this smoke and mirror situation where you have the rule is taken care of, the rule of being pursued is being taken care of, but there are 20 other requirements for a healthy relationship that are not being met. And as long as you're focused on the fact that he's pursuing, you miss all the other signs that you should run the other way. 
Now, there are other situations where you're with a guy who is a good guy and he's initiating maybe 50, 40 or 50% of the time and you're initiating 40 or 50% of the time. And I have talked to some of my clients who feel very uncomfortable with that. They're like, no, he should be initiating things 70% of the time because I should be pursued. So this is a reasonably emotionally healthy guy. He's nice. They're compatible. She has fun when they are together, but he's holding up 50% of the relationship and she feels like he should be holding up more because of the rule. Again, this is just another context. It's just another example that I'm giving. How you apply this is going to depend on your specific circumstances. In that situation, I would tell that client to really look at the bigger picture. (laughs) Is it so bad that you initiate dates 50% of the time? Like if everything else, if 98% of what you're looking for is present in this person, And the only 2% of what you don't have is that you're doing more work in the relationship than you expected to because of these rules that were given to you 20 years ago. Is it really prudent to think that something's gone wrong? Or is this a specific dynamic that is in this specific relationship that you might want to consider accepting or even embracing because who really wants to do more than 50% of the work in a relationship? I know, I'm not so sure I do. And so it really depends on the context. You could also have a situation where the woman is initiating when a man is a low effort guy. And so you can see as I bring up all of these examples and all of these situations, you can see that there really are no rules. You have to look at who the people are in the context and make a decision. So in the case of a low effort guy, a low effort guy is the guy who will always respond to your text, but he will never initiate a text. He'll never set up a date. He'll never do anything, but he'll come along for the ride if you do all the work. Now, in this case, You could say, well, you're pursuing the guy because you're making all of those efforts, but the pursuit is not really the problem. Even if you had a conversation with this guy and said, hey, you know, you really need to do the pursuing. You really need to get it together. You really need to like start making efforts. And then he starts to make efforts, right? And now you're like, oh, problem solved. You haven't changed the fact that innately he's a low effort guy. So if you've given him an ultimatum that you're going to break up, if he doesn't do X, Y, and Z, you've just given him the answers to the test. And if he continues to give the right answers, that doesn't change the fact that he's a low effort person. And so when I work with my clients, I always have them learn to evaluate human nature. When you are in an interaction with a person, whether it's by text on an app or you're on the phone or you're dating short-term, dating long-term, whatever is going on, the truth of the person is what matters. The truth of the human being that you are dating is what really matters. It's not the rules that matter. It's not the checklist. It's not the amount of time that you waited before you responded to his text. It's not whether or not you batted your eyes a certain way or you did all the things in the book or you downloaded the 44 texts that make a man fall in love with you and then you sent them to to this person. It doesn't matter if you have all of the right texts to make a man fall in love with you. 
if you're sending them to the guy you don't want to be with. The truth of the human that is in front of you is the most important thing you need to know. And sometimes that takes time to figure out, but you'll never figure it out if you're so preoccupied and distracted by the rules that you don't see the person sitting across from you on that date. So those are my thoughts on the rules. Those are my thoughts on quote unquote being pursued. Now you do want to be with someone who's interested, but do you know what true interest looks like? Do you know what it looks like for a healthy person to be interested in you? Do you have criteria by which you gauge a person's interest? Do you have criteria by which you gauge whether a person's emotionally healthy or not? Do you have criteria by which you gauge whether a person is good for you, compatible with you on the same wavelength, intellectually compatible, um, spiritually compatible, your interests overlap enough to sustain, um, you know, uh, an exciting relationship for the long term? Have you thought about those things or are you preoccupied with the rules that get passed around on the internet um, all of the time? Like, hey, you better do this, don't do that, don't do this, don't do that. In fact, what's funny, I've heard that sometimes you'll be on an app texting with someone (laughs) and they will ask you, so um, how's this working out for you? Like people are dating and instead of interacting with each other, they're passing out rules and teaching each other the rules. So a man and a woman or, you know, (laughs) sitting at the table and passing rules to each other. I'm like, what are we exactly here for on the apps? Um, And I have been, I was asked those questions a few times when I was dating as well was, well, so what are, what, how is the app working for you? Are you having any luck on the app? I'm like, well, apparently not if I'm talking to you and that's what you're asking me about. So these are my thoughts on the rules. These are my thoughts on uh, being pursued. I want to hear from you about the rules that you may have been trying to use in your relationships and how are those rules working? How are they working for you when you try to apply them? Are they working? Are they not working? Are you... Are they creating more confusion or are you applying them thinking they work, but they're not getting the final result that you want um, in that you are able to date, meet and date people who are compatible with you, who want a long-term relationship, who are emotionally healthy and who are um, really the types of people that you want to meet and date. All right. that Those are my thoughts for today. I just really wanted to come and take up the reins of the podcast again after the remarriage series by introducing my thoughts on uh, being pursued. I'd love to hear from you and I'd love for you to be a part of my email list. So go to shadecurry.com or just click in the show notes and join my email list so that you can be a part of the goodies that I send out by email. And if you're interested in working with me, you can join the Dating After Divorce Academy, book a call with me to get more details about it or to get details on my one-on-one coaching. Thank you for your time and attention today, and I will see you next time. Thanks for listening today. If you are ready to get married after divorce, I want to invite you to download my free eight video training specifically designed to help divorced women date with ease and get married again. Head over to shadecurry.com to get started. That's S-A-D-E. 
C-U-R-R-Y dot com. I'll see you inside.